Welcome to From Beer to the Bible with your host, Urban Lee. Each week, you'll hear stories from Urban's road to sobriety and steps you can take to help you or a loved one find healing through Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, Urban Lee. Good evening. This is your host, Urban Lee of From Beer to the Bible. You can find information about the book at FromBeerToTheBible.com. You can also support us at HamptonMinistries.org. Super excited today to be back in front of you guys with my great co-host, Sarah. Say hi, Sarah. Hey, hey, guys. <laughs> Sarah, I want to give you the great pleasure of introducing tonight's guest. Absolutely. Tonight we have Josh Reed. Josh is a licensed chemical dependency counselor at the Greenhouse in right. Arlington. Yes. Hey, welcome, Josh. Say hello. Hey, how's everybody doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are super excited to have you. And with all that is going on in the world, we're going to open the show as we often and always do. We're going to start with a prayer. Father, we thank you for your love, your mercy. And Father, let us not forget about your grace. It is your grace that you give to us every day that we're able to walk in your will, your plans and your ways. Bless Josh and his ministry and look after us here and bless all those who hear our voice today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Josh, let's get right into it, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your story. Grew up, born and raised Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. City slicker. Uh, <laughs> raised, yeah. by, raised by uh, some country folk. Mm-hmm. You guys hear that in my accent? <laughs> All right. So grew up Sorry. in a Christian home. Yep. You know, my dad would probably say that I was saved as a young boy. You know, okay. you, we wrote it in the Bible. Yeah. I believe I was probably nine years old. Okay. And, uh, accepted Jesus as my Savior. Yeah. Um, not sure I accepted him as my Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, so, good. that's good. So we, you know, I, I recall being young, I always... I always had a belief in God and I, mm-hmm. I recall praying from a very young age Yeah, and I just had a, I had a small list for God, nothing big. I you know, I want to be the most popular person in the world. <laughs> yeah. I know that. List. Um, and you know, God, could you please get rid of my older brother? <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, just a few things yeah, and yeah. Uh, a lot of that didn't happen. Okay. Uh, for me. And so I think maybe at a young age, I decided, you know what? I, I know you're there, mm-hmm. but maybe I could do a better job at running my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you wanted I to take over. Didn't know what an impactful decision that was going to turn mm-hmm. out to be, yeah. uh, you know, as a, as a young man. But went on, you know, the availability of drugs and alcohol was there at a young age. Okay. Uh, had an older brother. Mm-hmm. He was much older, uh, struggled with alcoholism and drug addiction, made, uh, made that available to me as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so off and running at a very young age, uh, kind of found my identity in partying, yep. having a good time, mm-hmm. uh, and, and didn't have identity in much else, mm-hmm. uh, as far as, you know, making good grades, doing well in sports, yeah. popularity. And so I found, I think I found identity, uh, in drugs and alcohol, in partying, in hanging out with the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so I really just, you know, I just dove in head first and wasn't, wasn't very successful. I didn't do very well <laughs> in high school. Imagine yeah. that. Um, and I remember probably at 16 years old, I was going to a youth group on mm-hmm. and off. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still had faith in God. And, and you know, I look back now and I know that God never left me yeah. uh, throughout this entire time. But I, I recall having a very, very specific choice when I was about 16. Okay. And it was like, Josh, I have plans for you. Yeah. And, and right now would be a, a really good time yeah. to, to, to look to me and follow me. And I got, I got awesome. Now was this, was this a vision or verbal? Did you just hear his voice? It's a good question. I, I really do think God talks to me now, whether that's a yeah. verbal voice. Um, yeah. I, no, of course not. Yeah. It's yeah. just a sense. Yeah. You know, I look back on my life mm-hmm. and, and I just remember, uh, from the depths of my heart, knowing that I had a choice at this yeah. point in my life. Yeah. That I was gonna, you know, I was gonna dive into to church, mm-hmm. and I was gonna, you know, go all in for God. Um, but I had some reservations uh-huh. because, uh, and and I ended up explaining to God, God, I, <laughs> I still have a, a lot of partying <laughs> oh, to do. Yeah. Oh man, and there's still a whole oh, lot man. of me that I need to yeah. explore yeah. here, and I'm not even 21 yet. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I, yep. My gosh, it, like. Is can't it, do this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is it, and I want to ask you this, were you counting the cost to giving and serving the Lord and only seeing what you were giving up? Speak to that a little bit. You know, I don't, I don't know if I was, I was a pretty uh-huh. immature 16 year old. I just, I know I believed in God. Uh huh. Um, but for whatever reason, I just, I think maybe I just, I chose me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just chose me. Yeah. And there were a lot of desires. Um, I wanted to go hang out with girls. Yeah. I wanted to get loaded. Yeah. I wanted to party and have a good time. I needed to take a bite of that apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a good way. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way. Good, I, sa- good I way said, you know, it. you told me it's not good for me, but yeah. I need to go find out for myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can totally. And I, and I said, I'll, I'll come back. Yeah. I promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I'm telling you, I don't know that. I think, I think God looked down at me and he said, yeah, you're going to come back, but you won't be the same. Yeah. And I, that, that's good. And I, as I listen to your story, man, it, you are reminding me of uh, my own story and, and several other people I know where you, You've got what I say that that moment, that decision moment, right? Either you can follow God's will and plans, or we follow our follow our own. So it it it's uh it's very humbling to hear someone else was in that spot and kind of made that decision that you know so many of us make, right? But God is merciful and and continue to tell us how He brought you back. Yeah. So, so that's 16. Mm-hmm. So for the next 10 years, here we go. Yeah. You're so, right and, and I do, I really do. I think I made a choice that was yeah. going to impact the next 10 years of my life yeah. where I go almost into this self-centered trance Yeah. Uh, oh, where, where I'm going, I'm going my way yeah. and, uh, you know, praying when I get in big trouble, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and then very, very quickly. So, uh, my addiction really mm-hmm. took a turn for the worse because I, you know, I was starting out drinking and then I yeah. started using a little bit of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, but about 24, 25 is when I got introduced to IV use. Oh, okay. And, and so, you know, I look back and I think maybe that that was fortunate because I hit my bottom a lot quicker mm-hmm. yeah, than I might've otherwise. But, 
by the time I was 25 or 26, uh-huh. I wasn't doing well. Okay. I, I was very unhealthy. Uh, I wasn't able to hold down a job. I was dependent on parents that I was not getting along with very well. Yeah. Yeah. And life just really wasn't working out for me. And I thought, well, hey, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why don't we, you know, last house on the block, why don't we give you a try? Yeah, and, yeah he's still there. And, and I do. I think he was with me through this whole process of bringing me back. And now uh, at this point, I do really want to get sober. I'm ready. And it's not so easy now because yeah. I'm hooked. Can, can I ask you one question and think really hard on this before you answer? Were you praying at all during this cycle of from about 16, this 10-year period where you're kind of descending into what we'll call your bottom? you praying at all? Yeah. You were? Yeah, I, okay. I am. I, I look back at my life, and, and I truly believe not. You know, maybe not everybody agrees with this, but mm-hmm. I read Ephesians 1, mm-hmm. and I really believe in my heart that God chose me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he called me. He set me aside. And I've, I can't remember a time that I didn't deep down believe yeah. in God and believe that my life had purpose mm-hmm. and, and that, that it was going to go That's somewhere. Good. And I, I, I've been lost for many years in my life, but. There was always hope, mm, and great. I don't think God ever left my side. And yeah. and and I remember, um, I can just remember nights of mm-hmm. singing to the Lord and mm-hmm. crying out to the yeah. Lord, even even in the depths of my addiction. Yeah. I had hope. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hope, I like what you good. said earlier. You said God, He was talking to you since you were sixteen years old, and mm-hmm. I remember, you know, being alone in my apartment with that bottle of vodka and. I was talking to him and he was talking to me and I just couldn't get out of that, that hole, you know, I I was seeking, but I wasn't turning my will in my life over like they teach us. Yeah. Um, And so I just love, you know, what you said, because I think a lot of people don't really realize, you know, and to our listeners and to parents out there, God is always with us. Maybe, um, you know, your son or daughter is out there using and you're praying and he does speak to us in those times when we're high or when we're drunk. You know, we do remember those, like looking back, we can remember those yep. little, those little messages he was giving us. Yep. And I just think that, you know, when the time is right, we say, okay, yes. We we do. And you touched on something that is profound. And too many times when we're in our active addiction, I, I believe I lost it, right? Meaning that I stopped praying in my addiction And then when it really got really bad, I lost hope. And when you love Christ and you believe in God and you've got the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling you, despite being in your sin, you always have hope, right? Mm -hmm. Because the power of God, and I, I have to go back, and I was saying this to myself today, you have God living inside of you. What are you afraid of? What are you fretting and worrying about? Fellowship with him and ask him what you need to do in this situation. And so many times we need to be reminded of the fact that there is a Holy Spirit that indwells all of us who love and believe in the Lord. And you put that message of hope out there. And I want our listeners to know that if you love and you believe in God, despite your sin and your addiction and shame, you have hope. So thank you for that, Josh. Amen.
Continue on, brother. Yeah, so so yeah, so I'm 20 25 26 and I'm I'm really wanting to get sober at this point, mm-hmm. but you know, I've kind of put myself in a bind with the addiction. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we know sin is pleasurable for a season, oh, but you know, there's consequences. Yeah. And so I'm I'm going back to church and I'm trying to get back into Bible studies and I'm reading the Bible and and mm-hmm. looking back, I really thought that maybe I was going to uh you know, read enough of the Bible and understand it to get myself out of there. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, among other things, I think I've really struggled with religion in my life yes. as far as, well, I know I've disappointed God, but now I'm going to earn my way out yeah, of this. Yeah, Ooh, that's good. And I think, I think um, 25, 26, I was really struggling with that, thinking, yeah. you know, well, now I'm going to serve you so good yeah. that you'll take away this addiction. Yeah. And that wasn't working for me. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, in fact, it was just a lot of pride and ego and, and, but no power. I didn't have any real power. And so I was still struggling under this, uh, addiction. And so I was 26 years old when I, I think this was, this was my grace moment. Mm -hmm. And, and I'd mentioned earlier, uh, about Ephesians one. Yeah. And and I'll tell you guys the first the, I truly believe that this was the Holy Spirit. See, I grew up in a Baptist church, yeah, yeah. and I knew about the Father and I knew about the Son, yeah. but I missed the Holy Spirit. Yeah, too I many of us did, miss him didn't today. understand yeah. that portion of it. Yeah, and one day uh, I think you know God made His way to me, and and I opened the Scriptures to Acts chapter two, mm-hmm. and and the Holy Spirit said hello. Yeah. He acquainted himself and then took me to Ephesians. And I really do believe God told me that he goes, it was never on you. No, it was always on me. You don't, you don't meet me halfway. Mm -hmm. I come the whole way. Mm -hmm. And he, and he really did. He broke the back of religion. And I think that that was probably the biggest moment in my life personally. Yeah. uh, Because I just always, I don't know if the preacher said it growing up, Yeah, but I heard it. You know, Josh, you're going to hell. <laughs> oh man, uh, you I was, know, I was Catholic and I, I felt the same way. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, like yeah. those things you desire inside—that <laughs> sinfulness. If that's what, if that's what you want, you know, yeah. God uh, can't. He he doesn't go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and I just thought, man, it's all about. It was just all about deserve to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and earning, earning, and I call it when I came back to the Lord. I had to deal with this spirit of legalism, right? Yeah. Because cause you're right. I grew up in that Baptist church, a fire in that brimstone, and I'm like, I have no chance. Yeah. I cannot keep all these laws, these commandments. Well, perfect is a person. That was Jesus. So I have to remind myself that his life is an, is is my life, right? So I don't have to. And what the Lord has been teaching me, it, the Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Well. If you love them, you're going to try, but not in your power. It has to be in the power of the Holy Spirit because people forget that he is our helper. The Bible says our helper, our advocate to pray because we really don't know how to pray as we should. Bible says that as well. So Holy Spirit's your helper, your counselor, your comforter, your teacher, your guide, your coach, all of these things, right? 
And you're right. Most I read something recently. They said that more than half of Christians don't believe in the Holy Spirit. And I believe they don't believe because they don't know and they don't understand. Yeah. When right? you were talking about the Holy Spirit, I knew it was going to strike a chord with uh, Irvin because yeah. he loves talking about uh, the Holy I just Spirit. Will talk because here's the reason why. Right. So I'm going through all this stuff, the spirit of legalism. God's telling me who I am. Right. Uh, and I said, God, I, I, I'm confused. Why did you create me? I don't know what my purpose is. And then I'm in rehab when all this is happening in that blue book. Right. The big book. And he says, you are a man of God. And I said, what is that? What does that mean? He said, I said, what does the man of God do? He said, very simply, the work of God. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. And with that, he said, when you go forth and I give you a platform, you're to talk about Jesus and you're to talk about the Holy Spirit. So every opportunity I get to talk about the Holy Spirit I engage in it and I spread the word because people don't understand the Holy Spirit. And we have to because he's the most important power at work in the world today. And no one's really talking about him. Yeah. And when, in prayer and meditation today, now being 12 years sober and practicing that, I can feel the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Whereas before he was probably tugging at me and whispering in my ear, but I didn't know how to access that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and that's my experience. And so he introduced himself to me, and and you know the scripture I kept thinking as you were talking is that he that is in me, yeah, is greater than he that is in the world. Yeah, that that spirit inside of me that is the power that many of us are trying to access. <laughs> yeah, and and so many people feel so powerless, not just over their addiction, but over life, life. Yeah. unmanageable in relationships yeah. and. It's like I'm reading this Bible and I'm praying to the Father. And that was the missing piece for me is that connection to the Spirit inside of me. And and what I've learned about the Holy Spirit is his favorite subject is Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's right. He just loves Jesus and and always wants to talk about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think you'd mentioned uh, AA and a 12-step program. And that was so vital for me because... Uh, that that just helped to eliminate the self and the ego mm-hmm. so that the Holy Spirit could have start having his way in my life. Yeah. And I needed those simple instructions yeah. when I was first getting sober Man. because I, I just I wasn't quite seeing it in Scripture yet. Yeah. And I feel like when I got those basic spiritual principles in the 12-step program and started connecting them to my Christian life, uh, that was when I really started accessing a lot of the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, by laying my life down. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that amazing? You lay a, you lay your life, what you believe is so great. You lay that down and you pick up life in Christ, which is absolutely amazing. That means it's easy, but it's amazing. With that said, we got about two or three minutes left. Tell us what your life is like now. Yeah. So if I'm sober, December 15th, that, that's going to give me nine years hey, of man. continuous sobriety. We pray that you will be. I mean, it's amazing. It's It's hard to even remember what that guy was like before um i've really been walking with the lord the last decade um so i am i'm working in uh addiction counseling Mm -hmm. uh in grand prairie texas right now i love the work uh my why is very strong 
mm-hmm. you know, God rescuing me from the grasp of addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, they allow me to do Christian programming there, which is awesome. Yeah, that's so we blessing. get to bring the Bible and we get to bring Jesus yes. uh, to the topic of recovery. And I think they go together very well. And uh, so right now, one cool thing that I'm doing in my life is a men's ministry called mm-hmm. Damascus. Okay. Uh, so it's a discipleship program. Good. Uh, our mission statement is kingdom warriors, encouraging men daily to become fully devoted followers of Jesus. Man, I love it. Uh, it's really cool. So we, we get guys in that are, that are broken, mm-hmm. beaten down. A lot of them, maybe just their marriages are ending Yeah. Uh, or they have an addiction. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we encourage them and we mm-hmm. try to build them back up. We give them tools or weapons. Yeah, there you uh, go. In scripture. Yeah. We teach them how to start using the armor. Yeah, if he's in six. And then we send them out. Yeah. Uh, it's So it's so cool. Discipleship is really what I think my calling is today. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm just so blessed. Yeah. Uh, I was meeting with my dad the other day, and, and he looked at me, and he goes, son, you're just such a miracle. Yeah, yeah. You know, because there was so long when my family really didn't think I was going to make it. Yeah. Uh, but I think God always knew. Uh, he knew the plans he had for me. Yeah. Uh, to prosper me, to give me hope and a future. And I'm, I'm so thankful. Hey, man, that is awesome. We're going to stop right there and we're going to have more with Josh on the other side. We'll be back with more of From Beer to the Bible right here on The Word 100.7 FM. Finding addiction help is intensely personal. And the differences in options may not be immediately clear. Hampton Ministries was founded with the intent to provide people struggling with substance and behavioral issues with guidance to find the best environment for their well-being and recovery. Our main focus is to help those who use drugs and alcohol to break free and learn to cope with life circumstances. Hampton Ministries provides a rehab welcome kit to provide crucial resources to make their journey a success. Utilizing Lonnie Hampton's principles of character, work ethic, and selflessness, participants learn to hold themselves accountable. We want to help each individual obtain the life skills necessary to live a happy, successful, sober life. If you or a loved one is wrestling with substance abuse and needs help finding treatment or to donate, please visit HamptonMinistries.org. That's HamptonMinistries.org. Welcome back to From Beer to the Bible. Here's your host, Irvin Lee. Welcome back. This is your host, Irvin Lee of From Beer to the Bible. I'm going to let Sarah and Josh take us out this evening. Remember, Josh is a licensed chemical dependency counselor, and he is also the founder of Damascus, a men's ministry. Is there anything else that you want to end with today? You want to share with our listeners a little bit more about Damascus? Yeah, um, if... If you're a guy out there that's struggling with addiction or with anything and you're in North Texas, um, you know, we're also in Oklahoma, you can go to DamascusMan.org. Uh, that is DamascusMan.org. Uh, you can also call 682-551-1795. Um, you know, I would really just like to say for anybody listening out there that might be struggling um, with, with an addiction or with any sin, probably the biggest thing that I found in my life, the biggest difference mm-hmm. between that person that was addicted to drugs and alcohol and the person yes. sitting before you guys today is community. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. It, it, it's so big is relationship. I lived most of my life with a very hard heart mm-hmm. and a lot of pride and ego. And I just, I wasn't willing to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And the difference maker for me was uh, when I was broken down enough to yeah. ask somebody yes. for help and have the humility uh, to allow people to help mm-hmm. guide my life for a while. And that was the humility for me that that allowed the power of God to start working in my life and yes. doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. Very well said, Josh and Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for co-hosting. And thank you, Josh, for such a powerful and amazing miracle of a testimony. May God always bless you. Amen. Thanks Amen. for having me. And I want to leave you today with the love. I love you. The faith is in Christ Jesus and the hope is found in the Lord, our God. May God always richly bless you. Thank you for listening to From Beer to the Bible with host Irvin Lee. To learn more, visit FromBeerToTheBible.com. There you can catch past episode podcasts and find other resources. That's FromBeerToTheBible.com.